to the Creative Creative Files. I'm Caroline Burton and today I'm talking to Sarah Durham about her story of a move that on the face of it might seem equal parts crazy and inspirational. Um, hi Sarah. Hi. So lovely of you to join me today. Um, so Sarah, um, three years ago, I think it was about three years ago, um, that'd be about right, you packed right, in yes. your successful marketing career mm-hmm. And you and your husband, Sanjit, and your three boys moved to Chico, to the YWAM base there. Um, That's a pretty bold move. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you tell us a little about what um, led you to that point? Um, And then then I'd love to talk to you a little bit about your background in marketing. Sure. Yeah, so it was actually about 13 years ago now that just out of the blue... (laughs) I just really felt a strong sense that God was saying that we should do a um, YWAM, which stands for Youth of the Mission uh, Discipleship Training School. And um, I just, and so I shared that with my husband, who is a lot more adventurous than me, and he immediately said, yes, we should do that. And so we had that at the back of our minds, and it actually took us 10 years to get there, because we were just sensing when a right, the right time was for you know our family. And, um, and so, uh, we, yeah, we worked towards that and I, yeah, ironically, um, the time that we actually went was when I was in the, yeah, my senior position that I had had in, in marketing. Um, so yeah, I was head of marketing for, uh, Tower Insurance and, um, yeah, so I left that job there and my husband also had a small construction, you know, company that was sure. going well and it was obviously at a time when, you know, the construction, the building industry was yeah. in boom. Yeah. Uh, and we you know, packed up. And initially, uh, we thought that we were just going to be going, you know, for, certainly I thought I was just going to be going for that five months. Right. And it would be, you know, a great experience and we would uh, learn a lot, grow closer to God. But yeah. I really had, you know, short term in my mind, but you right. know, God has a way of, yeah. you know, changing you and, right. and working in your heart. So, yeah. 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 So, so you kind of at that stage thought you might come back and, and pick up um, your marketing career where you left it off there and, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, before we left things, our lifestyle um, was a little bit crazy because yeah. um, I think any, you know, working mum would know to be able to juggle, you know, like a, a, a senior role as well sure. as, as children mm-hmm. uh, is, is pretty full on. And in many ways, you know, before we left, I felt like I was on some kind of treadmill that I just couldn't right. you know, get off. And yeah. there was just always so much to do. And there wasn't a lot yeah. of quality of kind of enjoying life, but just having to, being right. under pressure to always get things done. So I had a sense even before, you know, we went that we just couldn't, that that wasn't sustainable. Right. Uh, right. And, um, you know, I feel like that if, um, you know, we had a, had that strong sense that that's what we we're meant to do, that there would have been some other you know, health or relationship crisis that might have stopped me in my tracks anyway. But, right, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good, good self-awareness there. You, you work for Tower, mm-hmm. um, an insurance company here in New Zealand. Um, would, could you just tell us a little bit about what, what you were doing there, what type of uh, work? And I, I guess that uh, marketing is quite a, a creative kind of a job, you know. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah, so I spent uh, 20 years in marketing up until that um, point and then worked for other organisations like American Express and uh, Yellow Pages and Vodafone 
uh, Clear Communications, and my role at Tower was you know, head of um, marketing. So that was basically overall responsibility for the entire you know marketing plan. So all the different mediums that we use. So we did use some television. We used a lot of direct, and of course, sure. you know, digital was becoming um, much you know stronger, yeah. much bigger. Uh, yeah, I mean, there is definitely a creative element to marketing, and yeah. I think, and I do really enjoy that aspect. And it's interesting because I used to say I'm not really a very creative person, but mm. then I realised that I, I love you know brainstorming creative ideas, yeah. and yeah. Um, and when we had more creative license, because for example, sometimes we do. Uh, almost internal marketing, if you like. So we might be trying to change a particular behaviour within, sure. uh, for example, our sales and customer service team. We do some really creative internal campaigns, like themed campaigns, right. uh, that we could, you know, execute in some ways. Use more different, you know, you know, elements. Like we did a, you know, video for that, and little packages, little um, newspaper packages with lol. Anyway, we did, you know, we could do more creative things sometimes when we're marketing internally. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, and one of the aspects of that role, you know, was dealing with our senior management team, so the CEO and, um, mm. occasionally presenting to the board. So it was, yeah, it was challenging, but also so really enjoyable. Right, right. Uh, and Tim, you're talking about sort of, um, you know, how you, um, hadn't previously felt like you're a creative person, but you, you, um, obviously, um, identified that, um, you know, brainstorming creative ideas was something that really drove you and probably still does I expect. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, and so can you um, think of what what um, how, how did you cultivate that in yourself if you like I mean we've talked um, I guess a little bit uh, in my blog I've talked a little bit about how um, you know we can cultivate um, creative ideas by the sort of the people that we um, bounce ideas mm -hmm. off ways of doing that mm -hmm. can you kind of identify some yeah, ways I, that you and yourself uh, yeah I definitely think um working in a you know doing it in a group helps a lot so that if okay we want to you know brainstorm here's a you know campaign this is what we're trying to achieve I think if you with you know creativity in the setting that I worked in it helps to have understand what your goal is and then just say okay this is our goal but let's you know brainstorm and be really you know creative about different ways of achieving that and then you know you can feed off each other's ideas sure. um, and I think you know I know for me that it's really important to not box yourself in and to define what creativity is because I think I thought because I wasn't good at you know art or drawing or certain you know some of the classic mm. or creating or sewing yeah <laughs> you can ask my mother about that but you know some of the you know some of the more um typical creative settings you kind of say I'm not a very creative person I think that's you know wrong to begin with you just I think we're all you know creative we're just mm. in different ways and yeah. so yeah my creativity would come yeah through kind of I just ideas and about theming and you know how to what's a creative way to kind of achieve this goal or to sure. get this message across so um, there is there's a lot of structure and planning and marketing but there's definitely yeah. an element of creativity and you also have to be able to critique other people's creative ideas because you work with creative like you know art designers and copywriters sure and you need to be able to you know critique um you know what they're presenting you sure sure and I guess that there must be um a fine line between um sort of staying within a design brief but actually being able to let that creativity flow you know in different directions in order to get you know the optimum results that's that's quite a challenge in itself isn't it definitely and you know, and sometimes, I mean, it actually comes to mind one time when I was working at Vodafone and there was a creative idea presented about, for a television commercial, 
uh, and it was very humorous and I think we you know we all got very caught up in the humor of it and we mm. really liked the concept of what we were doing and so we went ahead and produced it and the very first time I saw it on TV I realized mm. that it wasn't going to work right. so you know you also have to make sure that there's an, a, a degree of objectivity right that you don't get so in love with the <laughs> idea itself that you haven't stepped back to say is this going to achieve what our goal is so I think in that commercial setting you know there is a balance between the two right right that's really interesting Mm. yeah yeah that's cool um so Sarah I I am particularly excited to also talk to you about the next um step that you guys are taking Mm -hmm. because um this is um you know what what you what you did three years ago you know to some that might seem Wow, that's that's crazy. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's out there. Um, and but you know, you, you're you're taking it next level now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you, you know, you're looking forward to now heading off to South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, so, would you like to just just tell us a, a little bit about what you're going to be doing over there? Sure. Mm. So, I'll just go back a little bit first, and just sure. so with the um, YWAM, you know, DTS, it was five months, and part of that, when you do that, is is an outreach, um, an eight-week outreach, and we spent that time in South Africa, Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, we were really, I suppose, captivated by that nation. I think that, you know, God puts certain people groups and nations on your heart that, you know, there's just, you know, something in you that, you know, feels like you want to make an impact in that nation, Um, while also recognizing that, you know, there's so much that we can do wherever we are and whatever, you know, country we are, there's Mm. always a lot of need. Um, and so we really felt that we, when we're in, you know, South Africa and we spent, um, nearly four weeks of that time in a place called Live Village and, uh, Live Village was, uh, was, um, born, it was, uh, about five years ago, it's a, uh, I guess it's kind of like an orphanage, but the children that come there are fostered and so they're, and that's their home for life. So they don't come there with a view to, you know, finding them a permanent home that is their permanent home. So they're fostered with a mother. Um, there's a school there, so they educate them. And um, the founder of that village, um, who's Titch Smith, uh, you know, he really wanted to take, which was um, one of South Africa's biggest issue, which is their uh, orphan and vulnerable children, mm-hmm. and turn that into a solution by raising up, you know, future leaders. Mm-hmm. And so they just do, uh, it's just incredibly uh, inspirational when you go there just to yeah. see the difference that they're making, not only in the children's uh, lives and their foster mothers, but also in the neighboring area where they're doing, you know, they do a lot of um, food and they have a medical centre, they have a church, they invite the local community right. to. So, yeah, it's an, it's an inspirational place. And it, to be honest, it's, it's a privilege to um, be heading back there. So we um, we did first spend 18 months back in um, Chico serving there. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and we came back home to New Zealand in December to prepare. And we're now, yeah, preparing to go to South Africa. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're applying uh, for visas. And, yeah, once we have our visas... Uh, we hope to go for around about three years, but we'll just right. you know, see what we yeah, yeah, yeah. See what transpires. Yeah. So, yeah. so what will your role be um, when you go go over there? Uh, and that, yeah, that's one of the that's, I suppose <laughs> one of the cool things as well from a is that and I've shared this a couple of times before is that if you thought that you know God was setting you up for being a missionary, which you know I have to say that I never actually saw myself as becoming a missionary. And, and yeah. in fact, when I was in my 
early 20s, I think I might have distinctly said to God that please don't send me to Africa as a missionary. So I see the irony <laughs> in what we're doing now. Yeah, it has a sense of humor. Yeah, but you think if you're going to do missionary work that you'd be, you know, a, a teacher or a nurse or, um, you know, my husband's a builder that, you know, seems like more practical skills. But mm. um, it's really awesome how, you know, God is using my marketing yeah. background and skills. And so I will actually be in the marketing team in Live Village um, so uh, Live Village have a you know, constant need to um, grow awareness of what they're doing and yes. they're looking to expand. Um, they're already looking at purchasing land in Johannesburg and in Cape Town to build more villages to mm. have more children. You know, their vision is to impact thousands yeah. of children across you know, South Africa. And um, so, yeah, I'll be part of that team and we'll be doing yeah, event management, um, fundraising, uh, and just you know, raising awareness of the wonderful work that they're doing there. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. So, um, you know, obviously it's a different, um, completely different sort of type of um, business that you're going to be marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do you sort of see um, new challenges, new skills that you're going to have to work on? Or, you know, do you think that pretty much it's, it's fairly transferable what you've it's definitely going to be. It's definitely going to be a challenge. So I've, uh, you know, my background has been, you know, in the corporate world, working for, you know, services, mm. you know, like, you know, Vodafone American, as I was saying before, American Express and insurance, and you know, yeah, not for profit is quite different. Yeah. Um, and fundraising is quite a specific skill set in itself. Yes. And so I did have some exposure to that when I was, you know, working for YWAM and Chico. Um, but this, yeah, it'll be different again. And of course, um, it's also a completely different country. So yeah. you're dealing with, you know, your target audience is different. different. Culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just trying to, you know, yeah, understand. Um, sure. it, I mean, they've already done a lot of great work. So it's learning for what they've done and just seeing where I can, you know, like you know, add value. Right. Uh, and, you know, often a lot of marketing is just getting things done as well. Like some of it is creativity, but some of it is just execution. Like this needs to be done. Yeah. Let's just get this done. Let's do a great job. Right. Right. Um, and I'm definitely big about excellence and communication. So, you know, how do they currently, you know, communicate to people that are interested in the work that they're doing, to donors, to, you know, the business sector, you know, they have relationship with government there. So, you know, I'm hoping to understand that and just see where I can add value. Sure, yeah. sure. No, that's exciting. Mm. Really exciting. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I mean, I'm fascinated by the, the scope of the scheme. Um, you know, reading reading on the website, the Live Village website, it's it's not just an orphanage in a village. You know, the, the um, scope seems to extend to the provision of jobs in a range of industries. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was reading about agriculture, clothing mm-hmm. manufacture, mm-hmm. label printing, flower growing. I mean, it's it's quite extensive. So, so is that um, something that they... Um, you know, is that sort of jobs for the surrounding villages or is that actually sort of something that they are bringing kids, you know, as they're growing up, obviously, in this environment, it's looking ahead to where they can um, sort of find vocational training. What, what's, the, what's the sort of purpose and background to that? Sure. It is those things, but it's also um, for, you know, raising funds. So um, sure. one of the, you know, goals of the village is to be self-sustaining. Yeah. So they have had, you know, the generosity of, you know, government um, that have, you know, funded some of what they're doing and they get a lot of, you know, assistance from big people in, you know, South Africa and they have some, you know, big churches in the UK as well that support them. But they want to support a lot of the work that they're doing as well. Mm. So uh, a big drive behind those they've got eight different businesses, um, was to, um, you know, was to raise some of their own funds. But um, 
it does create jobs. So um, they employ you know a number of people from the local community. The local community with the villages is actually a very poor community with a very high unemployment rate of 60%. Right. So they're making a difference already in that community by, you know, job creation. Yeah. And also, you know, you're right that um, as they're raising up, you know, the children in the village and the oldest ones will actually be at about 17 years old now. Mm-hmm. Um, it does create some, you know, some options where they could actually go in and work in some of the businesses or outside, you know, they work with each children individually and to, you know, where their talents and, you know, where yeah. God is leading each one yeah. of them. But, so it's yeah. a real, real sort of, um, you know, feeling of hope, I guess, you know, for those kids, they've got something that they can, you know, look forward to and, and you know, there's a there's a future for them that Absolutely. they can actually see right in front of them, which is, you know, awesome from from you know where they where they've come from. I guess that's sort of yeah. very exciting. Yeah. Um, look, thanks so much, Sarah, for um, for telling us about this. Um, you know, your exciting journey. It's really really inspiring, and um, I know that um, you know people listening, um, like me, are probably feeling pretty challenged, um, and um, you know, inspired by by what you've done and what you've given up, but also what you're gaining. Um, you know, if, if what, what words of advice, I guess, would you? What would be what you would sort of um, want to share, just in closing, about what you you know the biggest thing that you think um, you've gained from this experience? Yeah, thank you. Um, I think yeah, it is. You know, I suppose I've been challenged to think that you know we've only got one life. Mm. And um, and that we want to look back and really feel that we've um, lived with great purpose sure. and that we've made a difference. Um, and whether that is just you know in our own families or in our local community or it's you know further afield, you know for us that call is taking us further afield. And yeah, just not to underestimate the difference you can make, and not to be kind of too caught up with the um, with the trappings and the and the standard and the normal and what you know society would you know tell us is how we should live our lives, but to be open minded and to say, well, maybe there's a greater adventure out there for mm-hmm. me that um, yeah. you know that I'm being called to do. So yeah, I think it's yeah to be brave and to be open, um, and certainly you know if you have a faith to really hear and listen to um you know be clear about what you think god's purpose for your life is because yeah. i know you know for us it's a huge privilege what we get to do and um and you know we're so excited and um you know, we love what we you know the kind of difference that we get to make awesome look thanks so much sarah that's you know like i said super inspiring and um, really appreciate your time today so thank you for listening and um, i'm going to find a way of signing this on off and add it on later. Awesome.